Lord Jesus, we journey constantly toward you. We set our eyes on you. We fix our hearts on you. No matter where it is that you find us tonight, Lord, you already knew that we would be here. And into tomorrow and the next week and the next year, you already know the plans that you have for us. And so, Lord, as we seek you, our true north, help us, Lord, with all that we are, all that we have, and all that we will become, to seek you, to know you, and to strive hard after you, to follow you. Lead on, Lord Jesus. Amen. We'll go ahead and have a seat. We've been moving through a series called Moments based on that pre-loop that we've seen every single week. And uh, tonight, something a little bit different. I want you to think about it. Over these last weeks, there's been a number of moments that we have placed before you. And my guess is some of those, as you've seen those moments, you've thought, man, I'm living right there. (laughs) Some of those moments you've looked at and you thought, you know what? I used to be there. Some of you have seen those moments and you've thought, I wish I could be there. And some of us have seen those moments and say, oh, I see friends that I know that are on a number of moments, even though I have not been there nor have I been there yet. Well, tonight what we're going to do is, uh, tonight's moment is the moment of discovery. And uh, I should have a PowerPoint coming up here, right? There we go. As we look through these slides, every single one of them is going to go with a moment that we've talked about over these weeks. Here's what Psalm 139.16 says. It says this, that you, O God, you saw my unformed body, and you saw all the days that were ordained for me, that were written in your book before one of them ever came to be. What does that say? That says that before we ever discovered, God already had a purpose for us. And then here's the key as we begin to discover those moments that he has for us in our life. How precious To me, O God, are your thoughts. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. And here's the truth. When I wake, well, I'm still with you. For all of our lives, there are these moments of discovery when we realize that God's been thinking about us and planning for us every step of the way. Sometimes in your own life, it can feel like you have no idea where you are or where you're going. It can feel like you're in an abyss. But not for God. You're never in an abyss. You're never abandoned. He already knows who you are and where you are. He already knew that you would be here tonight. Sometimes the adventure of life in terms of pointing us true north is that moment of discovery. To say, God, uh, you've been there the whole time, haven't you? You led me to this place, didn't you? You know where I'm going next, and I just figured out what it was, didn't I? And God says, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh, you sure did. Sometimes I think that God doesn't let us know what the next moment is because he just delights in watching us uh, make that change. There's been a number of moments, and so on the slides, we're going to go through them. And my challenge to you tonight is to think about two things. One, where are you right now in terms of the moments? There's no right answer or no wrong answer. Where are you right now? And maybe, where would you like to be? 
Later on this evening, we're basically going to invite you to take a, a walk up this center aisle of candles, and uh, you'll have a chance to place your own light, your own candle there under the cross, true north, as, uh, as you lay before God saying, God, here I am, where I am, and ready to follow you where you want me to be. That's what I'd like to do. So let's take a look at these moments real briefly. Over these weeks, a number of us, myself, Pastor Ryan, Pastor Phil, well, actually, Ryan's not a pastor yet, but he's on his way. Uh, Ryan uh, led us in a number of, uh, of sermons. And so let's talk about these moments that have been presented to you. There was the moment of direction. And a few weeks ago, Ryan, that's your cue, guys. There you go. Um, there was this moment of direction, and a few weeks ago, Ryan said this about that moment. It's that moment when your commitment to Christ takes shape in a specific way. Before I didn't know, and now I do. It's that moment when my commitment to Christ, I know I'm committed, but it's taking shape to move me in a specific direction. My needle on the compass is pointing. And Ryan talked to us about the parable of the sower and the seed. And Jesus says this, that the seed falling on the good soil refers to this. It refers to someone who hears the word of God and get this, understands it. Basically says, I got it, I got it, I got it, I finally get it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. And maybe that's your moment right now. You know clearly all of a sudden, you know where you're going. And that's the moment of direction. There's also in all of our lives at some point in time a moment of choice. It's, it's being on one side of the cross or the other. I'm approaching it and thinking maybe this is true. And there's a time when I look at it and say this is absolutely true. I choose to follow Jesus. We talked about a story in the Old Testament where a prophet by the name of Elijah asked this question about the moment of choice. How long will you waver in your life between two opinions, between two options? Either God is God or he's not. And then this challenge. So if the Lord is God, if you believe in Jesus, here's your moment of choice, then follow him. Maybe you're at that moment of choice right now. There was the moment of abandonment. Remember, Pastor Phil gave us that challenge that says in terms of abandoning your life to God, maybe it's not all at once, but maybe just for a day. Remember that challenge? What a great challenge. And he talked about Matthew 16, 25. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. There's a translation called The Message that puts it this way. It says, then Jesus went to work on his disciples. Anyone who tends to come after me has to let me lead. You're not in the driver's seat. I am. Don't run from suffering. Embrace it. Follow me and I'll show you how. Self-help is no help at all. Self-sacrifice is the way. That's my way. To finding yourself, your true self. What kind of deal is it to get everything you want but to lose yourself? What could you ever trade for your own soul? The moment of abandonment. The moment when I say, forget me, I'm embracing you, God. That's the moment. There was a moment of hope that we talked about. You ever had that hopeless moment where you feel like everything's just dark and there's no hope in the world at all? And you're just thinking, I just need a shred of hope. Just something, God, something. And all of a sudden, like a beam of light, it hits you. 
Ryan talked about that in 1 Peter chapter 1. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, this is what He's given us. He's given us a new birth into, not a dead, but a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus. The message puts it this way. What a God we have. And how fortunate we are to have Him, this Father of our Master Jesus. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, we've been given a brand new life, and we've got everything to live for, including a future in heaven, and that future starts right now. God's keeping a careful watch over us and our future. The day is coming when we'll have it all, our whole life healed and whole. And maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe that's your moment where you're thinking, man, the other day I was about to cash in my chips. The other day I just thought life was nothing. The other day I thought there's no hope at all. But maybe for you right now, there's this glimmer of life in, that changes everything. And so that's the moment of hope. We talked about a moment of a changed perspective. You know, that moment when, uh, when everything uh, changes that way for you. And that moment of a changed perspective uh, we kind of took from Ecclesiastes. This is what I have observed to be good, that it is appropriate for a person to eat, to drink, and to find satisfaction in their toilsome labor under the sun during the few days of life that God has given them, for this is their lot. Moreover, when God gives someone wealth and possessions and the ability to enjoy them, to accept their lot and be happy in their toil. That's the moment of a changed perspective. That moment to see everything and to say every moment that God has given me, everything that God has given me, all of it's a gift. It just changes the perspective. Not that I'm after somebody else's life, but the life that God has given me is worth living. James 1, 17 and 18 says this, that every good and perfect gift comes from above. It's a changed perspective. The message puts it this way, so my dear friends, don't get thrown off course. I love that, especially with our True North theme. Don't get thrown off course. Every desirable and, desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. Guys, I'm going to throw you a curve for a moment. There was also the moment of the dark night of the soul. And the moment of the dark night of the soul is that moment that just says, I'm not the person that I want to be. As a matter of fact, there's a darkness in me that threatens to overwhelm me. I can feel almost as if there's evil around me or if I don't know which way to go or for my own life, I'm not sure that it's worth anything. And Psalm 139 basically told us that even the darkness, God, is light to you. And there's nowhere that I can go, even if I made my bed in hell, it wouldn't make any difference. That is not beyond your reach. And maybe your place tonight, your moment, is you think you're beyond God's reach. You think you're beyond the place where God even cares about you anymore. That's a lie. No matter how dark the night, no matter how hopeless you are right now, God already knew you would be here. He cares about you right now. No matter what you've done, no matter what you think you've done, no matter the sin or the heartache or the mistakes that are weighing down on your shoulders, God says, I already knew you would be here, and that will not stop my love from finding you. The day may be dark, and you may not be able to see, 
because even the darkness is light to him, God says, hang on to me. I can see. I'll get you out of here. And then there's the moment of isolation. That moment, you know, where God basically says, look, you're not alone. Psalm 139 says this, Where can I go from your spirit or flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. And if I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the earth, even there your hand will guide me and your right hand will hold me fast. You know, there are times when we think, man, nobody cares. I am so far away from people. I'm so far isolated. I couldn't be more isolated in my life. I have no friends. I have no family. I'm alone. And if that's the way you're feeling today, then that's your moment of isolation. But God says, no, you're not. You only think you're alone. I'm right here, right now, with you. And then there's the moment of worry that we heard about. That moment of great anxiety, you know, where all the worries of life seem to overwhelm us. Have you ever had that moment in your life? There's a lot of great things in your life, and you know it. And there's a lot of great things in terms of your faith, and you know it, that God's real. And you keep thinking, why am I worried? Why am I worried? Why am I so anxious? And you try to talk yourself out of it. You ever had those moments? Man, I know he's going to get me through it. And then the worry just overwhelms you and you hand it back to God. There's a verse in the Old Testament that says, cast your worries and all your cares on God and he will sustain you. And so here's what you do. You take your worry and you hand it to God. And you say, here it is, God, it's yours. And God says, thank you very much, I'll take it. And then five minutes later, you take it back. Well, I need that back. I'm ready to worry again. All right. A little while later, you're right, God, I got to give it back to you. And God says, it's about time. I'll take that. And then what do you do? All of a sudden, you're nice and calm, and you're in your bed, and you're getting ready to sleep. And all of a sudden, that worry comes over you, and the adrenaline hits your, hits your whole body right there in bed, right? <gasps> oh, man, I can't sleep. Why? Because worry is right there again. And again, the very end of Psalm 139, that psalm that has come again over and over again in these moments is a reminder that there's nowhere we can be where God isn't, ends this way. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts and see if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. What's the invitation? The invitation is, God, is basically, God, I'm anxious. I'm worried. Here, I'm giving it to you. And now what I want you to do, take it and lead me. So maybe right now, the moment that you're in is the moment that says, man, am I worried? Man, am I stressed? It is messing up my life. I'm just overwhelmed with it. Maybe that's your moment. By the way, don't you love these moments? There's everything from the moment that is bright and clear to the moments that are dark and hazy. And God loves you and is with you in each of those moments. Well, in just a moment, you're going to have the ability to head over to this table.
And we're going to invite you to grab a, a candle, right? And then what you'll do is you'll take that lit candle and, and just in prayer, just say, God, I'm, I'm following you. You're my true north. And you notice this path leads right to the cross, right? And so you'll take that candle and say, God, wherever I am right now, I'm giving you my life. Wherever I am right now, you already know it. And there's the me that is, and there's also the place that I am, and there's also the place that I want you to be. But God, I know no matter where I am, you're not rejecting me. You're beckoning me, saying, come, come, come to me. Let me be the true north. And so together on your own, you'll, you'll place that candle just right here on the table saying, God, I know you know where I am. For some of you, it may be a time of stress and anxiety and worry. For some of you, it may be dark night of the soul. If everybody else in this room knew what I was thinking or what I've been doing, this would be tough. By the way, there's no secrets to God. He already knows. It's not like you're surprising him. What? You did that? No way. He knows. You just lay that there and say, God, here's where I am. And maybe also tell them, here's where I want you to be. So pick your moment. And let me just flip through those slides, guys, one more time. There was the moment of discovery, right? There was the moment of direction. I know where I'm going now. There was the moment of choice. God, I'm ready to follow you from this day and forever. There was the moment of abandonment. God, my life isn't as important. I'm going to give it up and give it to you. I'm giving you myself. There was the moment of hope where finally a ray of light is coming in. There's a moment of a changed perspective where everything one moment was horrible and terrible, but now just looking at it with a different set of eyes, it changed. There was the moment of isolation that moment, and the moment of the dark night of the soul. Sorry, guys, I, you, you had the, you had the uh, order right. The moment of the dark night of the soul that just says, man, everything's dark about me. And then there's a moment of isolation. I'm not alone, even though I feel like I am. And finally, there's that moment of worry where the cares of life are overwhelming me. Where are you? Well, in these next moments, I would encourage you to grab that candle to bring it forward and to, uh, and to basically say, God, wherever I am, you know. And wherever I am, I'm still going to start to point toward you. You're welcome to come at any time. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time, truly. And now as we point our direction to you, speak to our hearts, tell us where we are, but also give us a vision for where you want us to be. We love you. Amen.